Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. You're listening to the Talk Thought Podcast, sponsored by Fucking Nothing. So fuck's sake, fucked it up straight away. This is another episode of the Talk Four Podcast, and thanks for tuning in. I'm going to give you a really ignorant bit of advice about how to give up smoking from a non-smoker. Take it or leave it. I hope it doesn't stress you out. What you need a fag. I hope it does quite the opposite. So here's what you can do. Before you make any decision, absolutely anything, you'll have to be in the right mind frame. And that word's thrown around a lot, so what does that mean? Well, put it this way, if you, if you go into a job interview, like, oh, I'm not going to get the job, really not going to get the job, well, I'm not good enough, chances are you're not going to get the job. But if you go into an interview with the attitude, I'm probably better than most people going for this job, you know, I really think I've got a good chance you'll come across that way. Your, men- your mentality has a big, big, dramatic effect on how you perform. It comes down to everything. So being in a mind frame where, and what I see, and again, I'm talking from my experience, this is what I see and this is where I'm, uh, how I'm getting and giving my opinion of it. I see people say can't all the time. I see people go, I can't do this. I can't do that. I've tried, but I can't do this. And, it's so difficult. You don't understand, though. Like, I literally can't. Like, that's what's frustrating for me because before even starting, because everything comes from mind frame, they're starting, they're trying to do something positive from a negative starting position. So by saying they can't this, they can't that, how are they ever going to start well? And if they do start well, how... You know, how long is that going to last? A day? A few hours? Ten minutes? You know? That's, it's overlooked. So getting into that mind frame of where you can, because of course you can, because you have control over your hand, your mouth, your body, your purse, your fucking wallet. You decide to go out and buy them. So... Don't forget that. Again, don't overlook that factor. The control we have to make our own decisions is really the most powerful thing we possess. Willpower is really part of it, but just a fraction of it. Not as much of it, of it as I think it is, as most people think it is. Because willpower really is affected by energy. And when you say willpower and oh, I'm too lazy and this, it's an energy problem. And willpower is numbered. It has, you can only go so far with willpower. Believe it or not, if you, if you expose yourself to loads of shit and you've said, say you have only 10 no's in a day. So you can say, I'm only going to say, I can only say, you don't know this, but you, you have 10 and then after the 10th, no you have to give in. 
So you say, no, I won't have that cake. No, I won't have that. I'm not having sugar. I'm not having that. If you're saying no all the, them ten times after that, you go, fuck, I've run out of willpower. Willpower has its own energy. It can run out quickly. So it's a bit more than willpower, but having an intelligent approach will get you much greater success and rewards than you have done before. And again, everything's about sustainability. So getting that mind frame of believing in yourself for a start, whether you do or not, it's only you. And again, realise the control you have. You decide to go out and smoke. If you're someone that's given in, just that process of giving in has taken a lot of energy. Energy that could have been used elsewhere. So you've, if you're sat itching, itching for one, you've decided to get up, get it out of your pocket, light one up, smoke it. Go through the whole process of finishing one and going, oh, I feel so much fucking better. When really, again, it's not worth the long-term results. So consider that mind frame. Consider your environment. Again, like with most things, anything I talk about health-wise, you need to set up your environment to suit you. Manipulate it to suit you. Be selfish. Start designing it. Follow patterns that lead you to more successful outcomes. Because the chances are you've been led on to smoking from a pattern you would have followed. A routine you would have followed before. So if you just try and remove that cigarette on its own, you're still in the same pattern that led you to smoking. So ultimately, it's only a matter of time, just logically and rationally, before you start smoking again. So what do you do? You remove it. But, removing it is the easy part. I'll chuck away my cigarettes, I won't buy them. That's the easy part. The difficult part is building the environment around you to suit someone that's trying to give up smoking and maintain not to smoke. So, remove yourself from anyone smoking. Whatever situation you're in, again, it's difficult for me because I don't know who's listening to this and what situation you are in. But let's say, for example, you're in an office. And everyone in the office smokes and you have to go out there and smoke because you feel left out. The energy it takes to go out and you want to feel like you're fitting in and you don't want to be left out. So don't go out there, but don't just sit there itching and scratching, trying not to have one because, again, you're wasting energy. Replace that with something like uh, a Rubik's Cube. There you go, I just thought about that at the top of my head, a Rubik's Cube. You can get a Rubik's Cube, sit there, try and solve that Rubik's Cube every time you feel like you're going to need a cigarette. So have a, like, get a Rubik's Cube. Cheap, probably cheaper than a packet of cigarettes. So go out, get a Rubik's Cube, and every time you feel that you need a cigarette or you're in an environment where everyone else is smoking, then deal with your Rubik's Cube. So you're starting to manipulate your environment around you to suit you giving up smoking. That's one thing you can do. But physically, you want to set your body up as well to stop giving up. And really, you want to build a strong foundation for your body where you detoxify and you start following a routine uh, where you're getting in as much good stuff as possible to get your body into a good state and getting rid as, of as much negative stuff in your body as possible. So again, you can quit as quick as you can. So start eating good, nutritious food, nutrient-rich foods, supplement in antioxidants and uh, 
uh, stuff like glutathione, like I mentioned in the Hangover podcast, stuff that's going to detoxify your body. So detoxifying agents. Look up, um, I will actually put a link in the description to uh, a daily green supplement. It's a food supplement. So it covers all your nutritious needs that you need to get from greens. So I can put a link in the description and you can look up getting that. Take one of them shakes a day whilst eating well and hydrating. You'll start to set your body up physically for the detoxification progress. So you're changing your pattern. You start following something different. You're preparing your body. That's what you can do to add the positive. What you can do to start removing the negative is exercising, getting a sweat on, getting rid of stuff. So even if it's outside of what you do physically and physiologically, even if it's getting rid of the cigarettes, getting rid of anything to remind you of that, start forgetting what it felt like to smoke, start forgetting what it smells like, start forgetting, try and totally rid that memory and any reasons and habits you may have started and start replacing it with positive things so you can start to do that when you sweat and you have a a good workout you'll rush your body with feel-good endorphins and hormones and serotonin loads of stuff and you'll feel good which is why you feel good after exercise you can also uh through this well through the sweating process through you know cooling down thermoregulation you sweat out a load of toxins so have a having a good sweat go out and exercise with you know, load of layers on, be warm, um, have really warm baths, or go to a more better, like, which would be better would be to go to a sauna, do two minute, 20 minute sessions, uh, sorry, two 20 minute sessions, so go in there for 20 minutes, have a break, go back in there for another 20 minutes, if you can handle that, if not, if you find it's too overwhelming, then come out at first, you know, lower your times, but do two sets, and then do that for three days in a row, that process of you sweating out all the toxins will set your body up again so it's more of a, a level hill or even a downhill rather than an uphill struggle. So again, you're starting to manipulate your environment to work for you. Once you've done that, you might also want to have some sort of replacement therapy like nicotine patches or nicotine gum or sprays and all this stuff problem for me with that is when I think about that the, the people that own them companies generally also own the cigarette companies so it's short term relief again that gets you to buy into their products and ultimately it doesn't work um, I don't know anyone personally that's ever gone on with nicotine replacement therapy they've gone on to it and they've gone I've never needed to smoke they either become reliant on them you know you, have, you see people with nine nicotine patches down their arm or they go back to smoking. It's simple. Like you, you're not dealing with the foundation and the core of an issue. You're just replacing it. You're replacing it with the same thing you're addicted to. It doesn't make sense. But you can add that into a routine if you're someone that thinks that's going to benefit you. Be honest and integral with yourself. Adding nicotine, for me, again, isn't going to make any... It's going to ease the pain, but... I would always advise get through that pain as quickly as you can rather than prolong it because ultimately you're going to you're going to you know you're going to have to go through that stage eventually but then again I I'm not too clear on the effects if you're someone that smokes serious amounts a day 
I'm not too sure how your body will react. I imagine you will have a massive drop in, you know, uh, hormones and levels and stress levels if you just suddenly cut out all nicotine, you know, and you're deciding not to do all the stuff previously mentioned. So find a balance, but if you can avoid them, avoid them. Vaping. If you're someone that's vaping because you think that's better for you, I'm afraid you're mistaken. And to cut a long story short, what happens is when you smoke, you set it on fire, it burns, you breathe in that smoke, that smoke carries and contains all the toxins that go into your body, including the nicotine that makes you addicted. When you have an e-pen, the battery in that e-pen heats the liquid up to a certain point where it vaporizes and you breathe in that vapor. The danger comes when you're looking at the chemical in the liquid, so the chemical in the liquid that you end up breathing in does damage to your body. So ultimately, like there's arguments and there's articles, it's just as bad as smoking. None of them are really good. And for me, I'd rather someone vape than smoke really because I don't have to deal with the smell and all the shit. But vaping still has its negative effects on secondhand vape because other people get to uh, have to breathe in that, that chemical. And it does, again, your body damage. But if you're... What really the biggest issue with that now is, because it's one of these things that's become popular, like with most things, you look at the same patterns that fall into place all the time. As something catches on, there's a trend. Companies would dive in to sort of up one another to get on top of the market and make as much money. So now there's million and one flavours you can get. You can get this flavour, that flavour, this flavour. And the problem with that is they're adding more stuff. And it's not going to be stuff to make you give up and not buy it again. So it's going to be stuff you'll then become either reliant on or it's going to do more damage. Anything that's in an e-pen to make it flavourable uh, is going to be a chemical. And I can pretty certainly say that chemical is going to fuck you up. So don't do it. Don't consider it. However, side note, vaping, I know, can be... Um, you know, positive for your health. And if you're, uh, if you're a UFC fan and you watch Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor too, what a fucking fight. But Nate Diaz just went through 25 minutes of having his face caved in. You know, a gruelling fight. Um, bashed up and whatever. And if you'd seen him in the interviews afterwards, he's vaping. And what he's vaping is, is something called CBD oil, which is basically an extract from cannabis. It doesn't contain any of the... THC that gets you high, that feeling of, you know, getting fucked up. It contains only the medicinal properties. So it causes, uh, reduces inflammation, uh, reduces stress levels and aids in uh, all types of healing. So in that sense, vaping can be more positive for your health. But again, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't drastically looked into that enough where I know enough to say and give a full conclusion on it so what I would say is if you're interested in that look up yourself and look up if it contains the same uh, chemical that causes that liquid to stay a liquid which ultimately if you breathe in it does more damage but I would say if it does more benefit than it does harm and you can do it on occasions in a perfect scenario like Nate's he's just been fucked up for 25 minutes then do it Obviously do it, find that balance and it's going to do your health a favour. But that's a side note, that's for people just, again, interested in 
smoking, vaping, whatever in general. But that would be my tips on giving up smoking. But ultimately, there's no getting around. Everything wants to be made easy for people. There's always this six-second abs. There's always this fucking shortcut. There's always this. There's always that. And it's all short-term relief. The people find intelligent ways to market stuff in ways where you'll go, I'll fucking buy into that. I'll do that. That makes things easier. But you can't sustain it. Work hard initially. Get through that initial hard stage where your body adjusts. But guess what? It adjusts. So it adjusts to the not smoking part. And then it's just up, for you, up to you for the rest of the time and the rest of your life to not fall into the same pattern that made you start smoking. You know, you have more power than you think. Go and look in the mirror and look at that person. There's no one else to blame but yourself for smoking or not smoking. If you smoke, seriously consider giving up. But again, do what the fuck you want to do with your life. And if you don't smoke, pat yourself on the back. You deserve it. I'm sure you're a great fucking person. But anyway, that's my advice. Um, I don't smoke. I never have smoked. But I am pro-weed. But that's another topic. Safe.